Uh, this is podcast number 258, entitled Sunshine of Your Love, from the song by Cream. And it could just as well have been entitled The Youth of Judge Brett and Your Youth. I want to talk about youth in light of a um, really very serious um, mistake and error in uh, the um, news cycle that is important. It's something that I see all the time in myself and that I see in almost everyone else whom I know of almost all ages. And this is the um, um, crucible of the years that you have on earth, roughly between sort of 16 and 24, let's call it adolescence, the crucible of that period to um, both be a time of absolutely free experimentation and possibility um, with the prayer of your parents that you don't get killed in a car crash or doing a ridiculous selfie in Polynesia with your girlfriend and falling a thousand feet to your death. Um, It is the importance of the sunshine of your life and the sunshine of love that occurs in adolescence and uh, the um, falsehood of trying to um, judge that according to adult perspectives um, or rather the need to have compassion and an enormous amount of give and concession and forgiveness in relationship to that period in your life and those of others, and actually the highly important improving quality of a legitimately heartfelt and emotive adolescence. Now, um, the reason I am uh, so uh, geared about this is because, um, well, first, you know, music speaks to me enormously. Music just speaks to me uh, all over the place. And um, why? Because the music evokes or triggers, to use the modern idiom, emotions that um, I was experiencing when I first heard that music in my adolescence. Most music that you love is traceable in some form or another to um, its emotional ability to um, abreact and cause uh, an emotional kind of... um, a thermonuclear explosion or dynamite in you when you heard it because you were in, a, in, a, in an inchoate emotional framework that, of, of tremendous feeling uh, that you were having and the music kind of, um, uh, we, in, in, uh, greater than words, the music captured your true feelings and so your allegiance to that particular piece of music is really an allegiance to the high emotions that you felt when you heard the music. You can verify this. Just go on um, YouTube and look under any song, uh, rock song, pop song, any movie, but mostly just look under any top 40, top 100 song of, of, uh, that you remember as a, as, a, as a kid, even if you're 25, go back to a, to a top 40 song. And every single comment, with very few exceptions, like 9 out of 10 of the comments, because I read these things, say, I first heard this when my mom played it from her high school years, and I always associated with coming home from school and my mom kind of twisting in her house dress, as it were, around the kitchen, and I was so, and I love this, I associate it with coming home from school, or I was that mom, and this song takes me back to my uh, prom days, or my, the dances I used to go to, or a certain person that I cared for enormously, or my
my first wife or my first husband. Just read the the uh, comments on any song. I mean, take the main ingredient. Um, what is that song by the main ingredient? Uh, I, I've all of a sudden don't just don't want to be lonely uh, with this uh, and uh, Cuba Gooding's dad. You know, and you you look at the comments. It's all people who were in a, some form of relationship when they heard the song "Just Don't Want to Be Lonely," and that's you and that's me. And what that says is the reason we love the music so much is that the music connects us to a time of acute emotional vulnerability and expression. Now, um, what is uh, true about our youth is that it's when emotions were generally right at the surface and they weren't yet sort of sublimated under rationalisms or various forms of um, uh, displacement, and many of them prudential and expedient. However, uh, you have to go through the emotions to get to the place of stasis and calm and equilibrium and balance, to use the word. You can't be talked into balance. You can never be, um, you know, lectured into having a balanced life. You have to, you have to go through the pain, loss, and feeling of an imbalanced life to, to come to the place of having felt to heal, feel to heal, so that in fact your life ends up becoming balanced. And so when we uh, hear, because the current attack on, um, on uh, Judge Kavanaugh is not about the charges uh, of sexual assault, which if they were true would be disqualifying, that goes without saying. And yet, all of a sudden, the, the media made a rapid 90-degree turn when it looked like these might not be sustained, or, you know, at least the ones that we, so far so good, you know, it, it, it may be that there's just, they're either refuted or they're non-corroborated, and they simply wouldn't stand up in a court of law. So now they, they turn the, the uh, Adam Ray in the movie Atlantis, The Lost Continent, you know, the, the ray that you can turn to zap fleeing Atlanteans, or the, the, the guy that got the girl that you want you know, um, until the high priest, who's really a, a monotheist, destroys you. Um, that uh, is um, the, 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 the turning now is to apparently uh, Judge Kavanaugh's, you know, rather happy relationship with Beer as an undergraduate at Yale and to some extent as a law student. I mean, what is wrong with that? Now, we're not talking about blacking out. We're talking about, you know, oh, he lied because he, he liked Beer more than he said. Um, but since when? Our, teen, our college students to be judged for experimenting and having fun with alcohol. Obviously, it can go too far. Obviously, bad things can happen. Yes, yes, yes. However, um, to then, if you turned it on that base, the, the heat ray of their judgment on uh, college uh, drinking, I mean, is there anybody listening to this cast, unless you're some kind of incredible dweeb, you know, and, and, and that's your problem, by the way. If, if you're scared or you're, you're a wallflower, you were a scaredy cat all your undergraduate life or you hung out only in the Christian fellowship or whatever it was you hung out, I mean, pity you, you know, it's going to come back. The chances of you having a, becoming a wild alcoholic in your 40s is much higher than if you really sort of worked it out in a couple of fun, delightful uh, parties. Uh, of course, it can turn bad. Everything can turn bad, and no one's talking about that. But, but that's not what the media is talking about right now. They're talking about just, you know, oh, he threw ice, or oh, he, had, he, 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 uh, he, he was a stumbling drunk. Well, is there anyone listening to this podcast who hasn't been stumbling drunk at least once in their life? I mean, is there a single person? I mean, I can tell you a story but I'm not gonna. And you can tell me stories and you're probably not gonna. Let me give you one example. You see, not only when we attack our youth, our own youth, are we, um, 
it's unfair because the whole purpose of being in college is to experiment with sex and uh, alcohol and friendships and connections and possibilities, maybe a little bit with uh, academic subjects, but that's only if you have a good teacher. You know, if you have a good maternal or paternal teacher, there's the phone. You don't you love it when the actual phone rings in the background? Um, if you um, are, uh, if you have a good and maternal paternal teacher, a sort of substitute father or mother, then you may be drawn to a subject to which your own mental processes are vulnerable. And you may end up becoming interested in something really good and important, and that could become your entire life. But it really is dependent on the teacher. It's not dependent on the subject per se. Now, what I want to... Uh, hang on while I close the door... What I'm uh, trying to say is that um, it is important and right to have fun in college. I mean, really have fun, not to hold back. And secondly, it is a, if you do, if you are able to really um, feel through, feel to heal through all your normal, intense feelings of loss and hurt and um, desire and hope and aspiration for connectedness and, oh, you're just, you just, you know, you're my everything, you're my everything. You know, your relationships, if you can just get to that place, I mean, this is the best thing in the world. Because when you feel and experience and have a legitimately normal college experience and maybe grad school, because it was fun in grad school too, although less fun, you then, um, you then can become a, an, 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 an assimilated person. The, the negativities of your life become assimilated and you can actually become a person with, with what I said before was a kind of balanced security which can result in tremendous success and great leadership and pos- positively doing actually something worthwhile for the world. But if you, if you see that, if you see your youth as something to be examined negatively, then you, you not only, uh, it it's not only misunderstands the nature of adolescence, but it misunderstands the fruit of adolescent experimentation. And that's what I'm trying to get at. I'm going to give you one example and then I'm going to close with another song. I was going to close with Blue Magic's um, song from the mid-70s entitled Welcome to the Club about a man who's been rejected by a girl but now she's been rejected by somebody else and he realizes that he wants to tell her we're all on the same boat, you know. Um, There's a Dave Clark Five song. I can't remember what it is right now. I think it's Pins and Needles, but I'm not sure. No, it's not Pins and Needles. Anyway, it'll come back to me. Um, but but the, 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 the song is a person who is, sees his uh, now-rejected lover who rejected him, but now rejected by someone else. He sees we're all in the same boat. Well, you're in the same boat as uh, Brett Kavanaugh. You may say you're not, but I don't believe you. And secondly, it's a very vicious point of view, because your, 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 your pharisaical attack on a man's youth, which is normal, could not only be an attack on you, but it, it's a comment on your own um, lack of connectedness to it, um, because we should rejoice that we have children who've had fun in college or are having fun, and children who are scared and fearful. Uh, th- these these children will are much more liable to have major problems later on. Remember what Mary and I always say: pray that your children will know when it's time to enter therapy. We know somebody who really never had therapy after uh, his divorce, and he's uh, it's you know it's been twenty years since his divorce, and it was twenty five years being married, and all sorts of children. And he is so incredibly upset still to this day because he never really abreacted the feelings. And, and he was such a good guy. But uh, 
you've got to feel the feelings. And if you don't, uh, if, if you judge that period in your life, then you're really depriving yourself of not only uh, uh, what was in fact a good time or should be a good time, but also the potential it has for actually uh, creating in you an integrated, assimilated person. The last example is um, a friend of mine is a distinguished academic. I mean, than whom there are no more distinguished academics in this world at the top of his field internationally and in this country. And it's an important field. And um, he's a wonderful father, has a sick child, an adult child, and he's been a, such a good father. And he's a wonderful husband. And he's a, a, a wonderful teacher and mentor and uh, professor and academician and thinker and uh, contributor and uh, singer and uh, sings in his church choir every week, which he sort of hides from his colleagues. But uh, it, 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 you could not find a more steady individual. And yet I knew him when he won the Pledge Brother Drinking Contest in the spring of 1969, when each of us, both of us, were freshmen in college. And I remember him drinking, what was it, 68 glasses of beer? I mean, 68. And at the end of it, he, he, he could have gone to 78. Give me another one! His, hand, his big ham, ham, he was a big, large, athletic chap, a football player. His, his fist just bang on the table. Give me another one! Bang! And I mean, unbelievable. I mean, it was a combination of Little Abner and Hercules and, uh, um, uh, and, and, and probably uh, Dionysius. And there it was. I mean, does he want that? You know, but that was the making of him. Being a real person, having fun, he even instantly became the most popular pledge in our class. Instantly became, and then I ended up knowing him really well. Uh, but um, that is an extraordinary fact that a, a man, he, he even had a name in the fraternity that was uh, sort of typified him in the relationship which I've just, association with the event I've just described. But here he is, you know, uh, just the pillar of uh, probity, kindness, magnanimity, compassion, security and consistency and ability to serve and love and bring and give. Now, that's just to say that we're on the wrong track when we don't um, understand our youth, both as something that is necessary in the experimentation area and that um, is really not to be judged. It's almost to be judged in inverse relationship to how together we are now. People who are really together now actually lived through their adolescence and successfully piloted through this terrible time. I was less successful than my friend, although... Um, certainly had one. I, I, I can stand with you. I was not the guy in the, uh, you know, afraid of girls. Or I was not the guy who was scared and not, uh, you know, hanging back out of fear of some kind of insecurity. That was not me. Whatever I had was not what this chap, this friend of mine had. But nevertheless, um, I'm glad. Uh, what few qualities of stick to and uh, perseverance and, and hopefully uh, assimilated pain are related to what I'm talking about. I hope you have gotten something out of this, and I hope you will acquit this uh, candidate, at least on the basis of, of his uh, um, normal youth. Uh, and finally, I hope you'll listen to our great friend, Katrina, not the storm, who understands about the power of adolescent emotion. Thank you very much.